So the word of God says that, you know, Jesus is in the house. He's preaching the word. Amen. He's preaching, you know, he's, 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 you know, speaking life and, and doing miracles. So, you know, the Bible says that there was a full house. Amen. So now you have, you have to understand something. See, like when, when we read the Bible, sometimes we, we read the Bible, but we, we think of it like it's today. You know, like for example, we see, we you know, we read about the sick, we read about the blind, amen. We read, we read about the, the, the one that is paralyzed. But in those days, it was very difficult. If you were, if you were sick, if you had a disease, if you had a sickness, it was very, very difficult for you because it's not like today. Today, you know, they can take an, ex they can, you know, run tests, they can run blood tests, they can do an MRI, they can do a CAT scan, they could do all kinds of stuff, amen? So they can even give you some, you know, they can even prescribe some medication, amen, to, to, to help you with your disease. So, but in those days, they didn't have all that, amen? They had some stuff, but it wasn't a, a, as, as evolved as it is today, amen? So if you were sick, amen, it was really, really hard for you. So, and to be paralyzed is even more difficult, amen? So right here, and in those days, if you, if, if, if you had a disease, it was assumed that it was because you were in sin, amen? That it was, uh, that, you know, if you were, if you were, you know, if you were sick, it, it, it meant that you were in sin. So it was really hard for an individual, amen? So this paralyzed man, he wasn't just paralyzed, amen? He was living a very hard life, amen? And he knew that there was a healer in the house, amen? But he also knew that he couldn't get to him, amen? So you have these four men, amen, that, that seen the paralyzed men, Amen. The, these four men seen the sick man. Amen. And they also knew that Jesus was in the house. Amen. Now, so, so keep in mind, you know, this was long time ago. This, this here happened long time ago. So the houses were different. Every, the time is different. Amen. So these four men, Amen. They got the, they, 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 they got the, 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 the brother that was paralyzed. Amen. So, and in those days, the houses were not like today. Amen. The houses back then, they were built differently. Amen. So some houses, they had like steps, you know, and it was a flat roof. Amen. They had steps to go up to the roof. Amen. And it wasn't shingles. It wasn't, you know, how it is today, you know, or it was a, a metal roof or, or a, a tile, the type of tile that we see today. It was different. It was the beams, you know, were obviously made out of wood, but the roof itself was made out of, out of mud. Amen. So these men, amen, they went up to the roof. Okay. And, and, and so they had a work, amen, to make a hole in the roof. Amen. They couldn't just go up there with a stick or, or, or with a saw or, you know, with tools. They just went up there with their own hands. Amen. They probably had a little stick, but whatever the case is, they had to work to make a hole through the roof. Amen. So I, you know, the Bible says that after they made a hole through the roof, they put this man down. Now, I don't know, but if you ask me, you know, when Jesus seen them, amen, and, and, and said, you know what? Your faith has saved them is because look, these men, they didn't care about everyone else that was inside. 
Amen. They didn't care that it was a full house. They, didn't, they weren't even thinking, man, what if this roof collapsed? So they were not thinking about their safety. They were not thinking about the safety of the people inside. All they wanted to do was get this man to the feet of Jesus because they knew that Jesus was going to heal him. Amen. So these men, see, amen, it's okay. Let's give God a round of applause. So these men, they were put out of, they, they, they went out of their way. They went out of their safety zone to make a hole through the roof. Amen. So I started thinking about this story. Maybe I started overthinking it, about it too much because I started thinking, nowadays, we couldn't do something like this. We couldn't just make a hole in the roof. And bring somebody down to Jesus. Amen. We, you know, is, is with, with, with all the laws and regulations. Oh, my God, where's my harness? I can't go to the roof without my harness. Man, where do I tie myself to? We can't. In the old days, this, these men, they didn't, they, didn't, they, didn't, they, they didn't even think about that. All they, all they wanted to do, you know, they just wanted to get their friend to the feet of Jesus. Amen. So, look, we've been talking about. The kingdom connection. Amen. So these four men had to be connected, one mind and one accord. Amen. Because if one of them started murmuring and complaining, these, this paralyzed individual would, would have never made it to the roof. If these men would have never been in one mind and one accord, they would have never been able to make a hole through the roof to get this man through the roof. Now, we hear it all the time, but, uh, you know, we, I mean, uh, we don't really think about, you know, when these guys were actually on the roof with sticks and stones probably making a hole because they knew that Jesus was in the house. They knew that this brother here had to be connected to, to Jesus. Amen. This man was paralyzed. This man cannot, cannot take himself to Jesus on his own. So he needed help. Amen. He needed help. So these men were strong. I mean, they were strong. I'm assuming they were strong. They were able to lift this man up to the roof. Amen. And they see the, they seen the need in, in this poor guy. Amen. And they knew that this guy had to be connected to the kingdom. They knew that this guy had to be connected to Jesus to get his healing. And look, when Jesus looked at him and said, your sins are forgiven. The Bible says that the Pharisees and the people that knew about the law started like murmuring. And, and, and Jesus said, what, what, is, what is easier to say, you know, your sins are forgiven or you are healed? Now, if you ask me, it's easier to say your sins are forgiven. It's easier for Jesus to say your sins are forgiven. But the minute that he said, okay, get up and walk, everybody, everybody the Bible says that they were amazed. Amen. They were amazed because this, this man got up, grabbed his mat, and took off and glorified God. Amen. So when we, when, when we get connected to, when we, when we are connected to the kingdom of God, things happen. Things, you know, because of, because of our saved, because, because of our faith, our family members will be saved. Our family members, they might not be paralyzed physically, but they're paralyzed spiritually. Me and you know they need Jesus. 
Me and you both know that the people out there in the world need Jesus. The, the ones that are lost and confused, they are paralyzed from the neck down. They cannot even lift up their hands. You know, they need Jesus. Amen. And it's our job to bring them to Jesus. It's okay if we get out of our comfort zone. It's, a, it's okay if we, if we get out of our safety zone. We're supposed to get out of our safety zone to bring somebody to Jesus. Sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes it takes years. I'm serious. Sometimes it takes years to bring somebody to the house of the Lord. Amen. But it takes, our, it takes, it takes you know, uh, it, it, it takes something that's going to take us out of our comfort zone. I remember, amen, years ago, before I came to the Lord, amen. You know, I tell this testimony all the time. There was this woman, amen, she was one of my neighbors. And she would come and pray for my mom. Pray for my dad. Amen. Pray for my sisters. And then I would always go in and out, you know, with my little black bag to my room. And then she, she would say, hey, son, come over here. Let me pray for you. Or come over here. Nah, nah, I'm okay. It took her years. Amen. Years. Until one day I was going through my, you know, I was going, I was, you know, I was going crazy. You know, my, my family members called the paramedics, amen, and, I, and as soon as I heard what they were calling, I hung up the phone, like 10 cops showed up, amen, and they're like, hey, what is it that you want us to do? I said, you know what, man, there is nothing you can do. I wasn't the one that called you, and in my mind, I was like, that lady, that lady, I didn't sleep all night, she came at 7 o'clock in the morning, and I looked at her, and she looked at me, and I said, do you believe me? And she said, I believe you. Amen. So it takes time. Our, our sacrifice is not in vain. Amen. Our sacrifice is not in vain. You know, you, you might see a drug addict in the street. You know what? You might see an alcoholic in the street. You, you, you might think that he doesn't need Jesus, but that's not our decision. Our job is to talk to him about Jesus. Let them do whatever they want to do with the word of God. Our job is to make a hole through the roof and bring somebody to Jesus. Because our faith will bring people salvation. Our faith will bring salvation to our family members our faith will bring salvation to our friends amen we just got to get it together and make a hole through the roof and bring somebody to jesus amen and, and, and then i was reading this and then i see, and then i read where it says and they broke through and then i was like man i need a breakthrough we need a breakthrough to get to jesus we need a breakthrough, amen, because when we have a breakthrough, amen, and we ask the Lord to forgive us of our sins, the Bible says that he is faithful and just to forgive us of all of our sins. So when we have a breakthrough, brother and sister, the devil is mad at us. When we have a breakthrough, hell is going crazy because when we have a breakthrough, the, the, the anointing of the Lord is, in, is upon our body. Because when we have a breakthrough, brother and sister, things are moving. We are, we are moving spiritual things. Amen. We, we, we don't see it with our natural eyes, but we see it and feel it with our spiritual eyes. Amen. So when you see somebody crying, they're not just crying. When you, when you, when you're praying and you feel like 
crying, don't hold back. Because when we have a breakthrough, that's when God moves in our lives. I said, when we have a breakthrough is when God moves in our lives. This brother here, you know, the four, the four men, they, they, they broke through. As a matter of fact, they broke their friend through. They broke their friend through. And their friend was forgiven of his sins. Their friend received the healing. Their friend began to glorify the power of God. Amen. God is good, brother and sister. Psalms chapter 6 verse 1 says this. O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger, nor chasten me in your hot displeasure. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am weak. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are troubled. My soul is also is greatly troubled. But you, O Lord, how long? Return, O Lord, deliver me. Amen. So right here, we have David. Amen. And you could just feel his pain. So this brother, amen, he was repenting because he knew he messed up. But he was a man after God's own heart. So he, right here, he was having a breakthrough. But his sin, the sin that he committed, amen, was bringing pain to his bones. Amen. So he knew that something was not right in his life. He knew something was not right. So he knew that the only thing he had to do was to begin to pray, ask God for mercy, and to break through. Me and you both know when something is not right in our life. Especially David. You know, David, he, he, he sang for the Lord. Amen. He, he played for the Lord. He talked to the Lord. So knew, he knew how it was to be in the presence of the Lord. So when he sinned and his bones started aching, he knew something was not right. Amen. And, and, and us, you know, we come to the Lord. Amen. We pray. We fast. You know, we seek the Lord. But then some, sometimes things happen in our lives. Amen. And we know that sometimes things don't, you know, sometimes they don't go in our way. But more than anything, when something is not right in our life, we know it. If something is not right, we know it. And on top of that, we know why it's not going right. We, we know, you know, we keep applying for jobs. Oh, man, I'm not getting them. Or, 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 or this or that. Man, I'm not getting it. I remember when I was all messed up, I was applying to a whole bunch of jobs. And it wasn't until I applied to school that I realized that I was putting the wrong year. On the date, I was putting the wrong year. I was a year off. So I was like, no wonder no one was hiring me. I was from the past. You know? And it wasn't until the, the, the secretary said, hey, hey. No, no, no. You got to fix the date. You're, you're in the wrong year. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh, man. That, that, that explains a lot. 
Amen. That explains a lot. So we know when something is going wrong. And look, and that's why I love the Lord. Because when we bring it to prayer, he will show us this is what's wrong. That's why David said, you know, look at my heart. See what sin I have against you, Lord. Because when we pray to the Lord, the Lord will not. He was, he's not going to laugh at me. He's not going to make fun of me. He's going to show me what is wrong with me so I can fix it and move forward for God's honor and glory. That's why I love the Lord. Amen. Because the Bible says the Lord loves who he chastises. Amen. So when he shows us that something is wrong with us, it's because he wants us to fix it. Amen. He wants us to fix it. Psalms 103.3 says this. Who, who pardons all your iniquities? Who heals all your diseases? Amen. It's talking about the Lord. He's the one that heals me. He's the one that forgives me of my sins. See, when, 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 when Jesus told this paralyzed man, hey, your sins are forgiven. He was on his way to heaven. But see, other people, they, they were looking at it in their carnal eyes. Amen. They were, look at it, they were looking at it in their carnal eyes. To them, nothing happened. It wasn't until Jesus healed them. But inside, he was already healed because he was forgiven. When we come to the Lord, amen, God likes to work with us inside out. If we let him. If we let him. Amen. When we come broken, when we have a breakthrough, boom, that's where the Lord is healing us inside. That's where the Lord begins to heal us inside. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 says this. Now this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Amen. So when we pray, when we believe, the Lord sees these men, their actions, their actions played a lot in this brother's healing. These, these men believed that the healer was in the house. Now look, the previous chapter, there was a lot of people being healed by Jesus. Amen. He, he healed Peter's uh, uh, mother-in-law. Uh, people would bring the sick to him. Amen. That's what the Bible says. Many people were bringing the sick to Jesus, and Jesus was healing them. Amen. So out there, me and you both know that there's a lot of people that need Jesus. The kingdom of heaven is here because we have the word of God. The Holy Ghost is here. There's people out there that need the power of the Holy Ghost. There's people out there that need to come back to a place of repentance. Brother and sister, Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. And look, look, the devil is working overtime to take our families. The devil is working overtime to take our loved ones. Amen. But it's our job to use this power that we have called the Holy Ghost. Amen. These men, these men, 
Amen. They didn't care who was around. They didn't care. They didn't even think about, hey, what if this whole roof falls? They didn't even think about that. What if this whole roof falls? Amen. When I was, when I was in middle school, this one I never told nobody, so this is a new one. When I was in middle school, I was in the Fireman Academy. Yes, I was in the Fireman Academy. And then they were making fun of another fireman from another department because he was making a hole through the roof the wrong way. He was doing a hole through the roof the wrong way because, you know, they have to, when, it's, when the house is full of smoke, they have to do a hole in the roof so all the smoke can, can leave. So this fireman was doing it the wrong way. He was, he was putting his life in danger. Okay, so the, the fireman was, you know, he was saying, you never put your life in immediate danger. That's not what we do. Because if we die, who's going to help them? So they were saying, we never put our lives in immediate danger. That's why when, when all those uh, mountains are on fire, they, they, they call everybody to evacuate. And if you don't want to leave, it's up to you. But if your house is burning, we're not going to come get you because we're, we're already telling you to evacuate. So these firemen, they don't put their lives in immediate danger. So these four men, and I was thinking about, I was thinking about all this. So these four men, they didn't care about that. They didn't care about their, they didn't care about putting their life in danger. They didn't care about their safety of, of themselves. They didn't care about the safety of the people inside. That's why Jesus told them, your faith has healed them. Your faith has healed them because they went the extra mile. So if we fast one day, two days, you better believe things will happen. When we go out of our way, the flesh does not want to fast. The flesh does, want, does not want to pray. But when we don't do what the flesh wants, amen, when we do what the Lord wants, things start happening. That's why we have to pray and we have to ask the Lord to help us see things in our spiritual eyes. Because when we start seeing things carnally, it's not going to work. We always, you know, uh, we have to ask the Lord to help us see things. Lord, they're asking again, help me look, help me look at this spiritually minded. Ah, oh, to go pray for somebody again, Lord. Help me look at this with my spiritual eyes. We have to look at things spiritually. Because when we pray, we're not just praying. Things are happening. When we're praying, when we're repenting, when we're interceding, things are happening. Spirits are moving. When we begin to, re when we begin to intercede, when we begin to cast out, when we begin to rebuke, it's a spiritual battle. So you might think that things are not happening, but there's spirits that are moving. The power of the, Lord, of the, of the Holy Ghost is moving. Amen. So we have to believe. Amen. Because when we speak, when we speak, Amen. When we speak life, amen, that is powerful. Even the angels, that's how they rebuked the devil. They didn't fight with him. They said the Lord rebuketh. So there's, 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 our tongue is powerful. 
Amen. Our tongue is powerful. So when we speak to somebody, we speak life into them. Hey, you know what? I know, you know, they already told you that you're going to die. You know what? I know that they already told you that there's no, that you're a lost hope. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, I know somebody that's, you know what? I know, I know Jesus can help you. Me and you have the best Bible. And I'm not talking about this Bible. I'm talking about our lives. That is, some of us, me and you, we have the best stories and acts. If your life and my life could be in the book of Acts, it would probably be one of the best stories. Amen. So you might not know scripture, but you know where the Lord brought you out of. I said, you know where the Lord brought you out of. This paralyzed man, he could not walk. He could not walk. God knows for how long. As soon as, as, soon as Jesus told him, hey, get up. Get your mat. He got up. He got up. So thank God that he was obedient to the Lord. So after the Lord forgave him. The Lord commanded him to get up, so he had to be obedient. So there's things in our lives. The Lord will cleanse us. The Lord will deliver us. But then the Lord wants us to be obedient to him. And when we, when we began to be obedient to the Lord, everyone is going to be amazed. Just how this man was obedient to the Lord, the Lord told him, hey, get up. And he got up. He got up. Everyone, everyone was amazed. Amen. And that's why, you know, the Lord, when we repented and the Lord healed us, the Lord forgave us. Now, the Lord is asking me not to do drugs anymore. The Lord is asking me not to smoke anymore. The Lord is asking me, don't drink anymore. The Lord is commanding me, hey, you know what? Come to the house of the Lord. People will be amazed. To this day, my sisters tell me, Lionel, I thought you were going to die. You were dead. Every time they look at my little girls, they look at me, they're like, man, God really does miracles. Me and you are the best Bible. When me and you are obedient to the Lord, I, I didn't say we're perfect. I didn't say we're perfect because none of us in here are perfect. But when we try our best to do what the Lord is asking us to do, amen, people will be amazed. And then they're going to be like, man, you know what? This is real. This has to be real. Luke. 525 says this, immediately he rose up before them, took up what he had been lying on, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed, and they glorified God, and were filled with fear, saying, we have seen strange things today. Amen. And another version it said amazing things or yes it said amazing things so strange things amen strange things 
I mean, if that's not amazing, seeing a paralyzed man get up, I don't know what is. If that won't bring somebody to Jesus, I don't know what will. But these people here, most of these people that were in the room got the revelation. That's why the Bible said that they began to glorify God. So, the, and, and all it took, amen, all it took was four people to get together and do something for this paralyzed man. The Bible says in the end, this man that was paralyzed, he was no longer paralyzed. He began to glorify God. Most of these people in the house began to glorify God. There was the Pharisees, the people that knew about the law. Amen. They, they, they always questioned Jesus. They always, you know, wanted to get Jesus in trouble, you know, accuse him of stuff, you know. But everyone else began to glorify God. Amen. And that's where it's at. Because we were made to worship God. Jesus, God is our creator. He's the creator of the heavens and the earth. He created the angels. Amen. He created everything. And the purpose that we have is to worship him. Amen. So through our actions... If we can get other people to glorify the Lord through our actions, amen, God is good. Amen. I said God is good because that's what the Lord wants. That's how we get people connected to the kingdom. Amen. You know what? If God can, get, can do it for me, he can do it for you too. If God can do it for me, he can do it for anybody here. Amen. And see, I was bad, but there's people worse. There was, I mean, I was bad, but I know people that were worse. And the Lord delivered them. The Lord delivered them. I don't get mad when they tell me, man, I remember how you used to be. I don't because I'm not, I'm not that anymore. I'm not. We're new creatures. We are new creatures. So when the devil tries to throw our past to us, we have to rebuke that spirit. Amen. Because we are new creatures. Amen. We are new creatures. And now we have a heavenly father. Now we are connected to the kingdom. Amen. When we pray, we speak in tongues, we get connected to the kingdom. Amen. There's, there's people that don't understand why we worship how we worship. Because we're connected to the kingdom. Amen. People don't understand why we dance how we dance? Because we're connected to the kingdom. And people don't understand why we talk about the Lord. Because we're connected to the kingdom. Amen. And it's our job to get other people connected as well. Amen. It's our job. You know, it's going to take, take work. These people were carving, uh, making a hole, you know, moving things out the way to get this guy to Jesus, you know. So before we can go to Jesus, we have to move things out the way. We have to move things out the way to get to Jesus. But one thing's for sure is that Jesus is there. 
Jesus is there. When we have a breakthrough, when we move things out the way, Jesus is there. Right here, Jesus was in the house. All they had to do was move things out the way. And as soon as they moved things out the way, they were able to get to Jesus and get their sins forgiven and get their healing. Something that the doctors couldn't do. Something that the judges cannot do. Amen. The Lord can do. Amen. We just got to move things out the way and get to Jesus. Amen. Revelation 4.11 says this. You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things. And by your will, they exist and were created. So he's worthy. He's worthy. Amen. So when we, when we, once we get connected to the kingdom, we, we're going to realize, just like this man here and everyone else, when, when, when they get connected to the kingdom, they're going to understand that he's worthy. That he's the only one worthy to receive the honor and the glory. Amen. That's why as soon as he got his healing, as soon as he got his healing, as soon as he got his sins forgiven, only he knew what he was going through. We see, we, we don't know how it is to be stuck in bed 24-7. We don't know how it is to be on a wheelchair and move it with a straw in our mouth. We don't know how it is. Amen. We don't know how it is. I remember years ago, I was walking, and there was a guy in a wheelchair with a straw in his mouth like that. And he asked me, hey, can you pick up my pencil? So I picked it up, and I gave it to him. Amen. Amen. So those little things we take for granted. We don't know how it is to be walking around with an oxygen tank. Oh, man, I can't go nowhere today. I got my oxygen tank. We don't know how it is. That's why if you ain't got to thank God, thank him anyways. I'll thank him for you. I'll thank the Lord for you. Because I know that we, I know where I should have been. Amen. This paralyzed man, he knew where he should have been. He should have been laid out in his gurney. He should have been stuck in his sin. But he knew where the Lord brought him out of. That's why he began to glorify the Lord. That's why he began to glorify the power of God. Amen. Because God can, only God can do what no man can do. Each and every one of us in here is a living testimony of that. God can do what no man can do. Amen. Doctors can try to give us pills to, to get sober. The pills will just get us more addicted. God could only do what God can do. Only God can do. And what he does, he does it in perfection. He does what God does. God does it in perfection. Amen. We... None of us in here, we're not better than the people out there. At least we can't think that we're better than the people out there that need Jesus. These four men, they didn't just ran to Jesus and, and, and let their, their poor friend over there 
you know, paralyzed, they picked them up. They're like, you know what? Nah, no, nobody's staying behind. We're going to take them to Jesus. Amen. If a homeless guy out there wants to hug you, hug him. You might smell like him for the rest of the day, but it's okay. It's okay. Because if you hug him and just give him a word of Jesus, you, you're just going to smell like that that one day. But that word will stay with him a whole lot longer than that. That word might even bring him to repentance. That word might even give him an extra hope. He probably wanted to commit suicide that day. We don't know. The Bible says that when we speak the word and they reject us, they're not rejecting us, but they are rejecting him. Amen. God is good. Amen. If we call, please stand. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord.